on episode 22 of the Holo Chronicles podcast, we'll talk about our usual topics. Show me your collection, a little mailbag, we've got an Easter egg for you, and some Star Wars trivia. And finally, we're going to discuss the footage that came out of D23 from The Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker. We can't wait. The Force is strong with this podcast. Pass on what you're about to learn. Welcome to another episode of the Hollow Chronicles podcast, episode 22. Josh. Yes, sir. I'm excited about this I'm one. I'm pretty excited, too. It's been a fun weekend. For Star Wars news, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Finally. It's been um, really good. Have you been? I've been good. Yeah. How about you? I've been, I've been really good. Listeners to the Hollow Chronicles podcast, don't forget, please don't forget, to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, we are always on every major platform for podcasts. You can find us iTunes, Google Play, like I said, all the major ones. Spotify. At Hollow Chronicles. Oh, Spotify. Yeah. No, we are. We're oh, on Spotify. Sweet. Can you believe it? I didn't know that. No, okay. it's real, man. That's real. Big time. <laughs> Big time. All right, Josh, we've got a few things to go through here today before I know. We're both excited to talk about the new video footage for The Mandalorian and Episode 9. But let's take care of a little business first. You bet. Show me your collection. It's my favorite kind of business, though. I like this. It's great. Love this. Show me your collection. Hashtag show me your collection is something we do every Saturday where we try to feature a follower's collection, big or small, no matter what they're into when it comes to the Star Wars universe, we like seeing what other people are into. And so we've started this and it's been pretty fun. It's been a ton of fun. Um, we actually have two to mention here uh, from the last two Saturdays. Pete Fletzer, whose podcast you Our might... Our friend Pete. You might recall being on not too long ago. What, 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 what happened? We were oh, now I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, remember one guest, one hour... hour. All Star, All Star Wars. Well, we went two, two guests, guests, two hours, two hours. All Star Wars. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, so to to follow up the podcast with him, he sent us a few pictures of his collection. Now his collection consisted of um, the Power of the Force carded figures. Um, but was really cool about these was that when he worked for um, the magazine Star Wars Galaxy magazine. He was able to go to some uh, some of the early cons and get some autographs uh, that that are pretty desirable these days. Sure. Um, and so, unlike his Lando Calrissian Power of the Force carded figure, he got Billy D. Williams autograph. He got David Prose. He got Kenny Baker. He got Jeremy Bullock. He got Peter Mayhew. He got Darth Maul. Uh, Ray Park. Um, and then he got a, he had, he had, do you think Ray Park has officially changed his name to Darth Maul? 
No, I, I think I would have legally. No, because he was Snake Eyes too, and he was. Yeah. He's been some other things. Was he? Or is he just Darth Maul? He's best known. <laughs> I think he's best known. Oh, and we got a little side bit on that. Are we going to see Ray Park again? Jeez, we didn't even put that in. Keep going. Sorry, I can't even. I can't take <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're, you're. Hooking sorry, me. sorry. Um, but then he, he also had three kind of the lesser known autographs, which were pretty cool. Admiral Mahdi. my he's, favorite. He's, I love these. He's a guy that gets choked out, not choked out, doesn't die. But when they're very first uh, meeting together on the Death Star, uh, you know, you're you're. Your faith in that old uh, religion doesn't scare me, Vader. And then he does a quick little choke like, really? One of the best sure? acting jobs. <laughs> oh, just wonderful. Yeah, he had the sideways. Oh, just lock it up. Um, so who, knew, Admiral who knew what the force did back then? I mean, he, he, just found out, Not he just found out a little taste. Um, Ula, the Twi'lek dancer Ooh, for like Ula. Uh, Jabba the Hutt. Fun fact, pause, pause Ula at the right time and you get some Ulas. <laughs> you get to Sorry. see your flowers. Okay. Um, uh, and then also something that you guys have in common is that you guys both have an Uncle Owen autograph. Oh. Is his name Phil? I think his name's Phil. Yeah, it's Phil something. I can't read his last name, but I should, we should have looked that up, done a little better research. But okay. I just stare at him. He's right. He's off to my right. He's the father of the Blue Milk Brigade. Yes, he is. He is. He he, he brought it Look, up. Look, he's not going to let you go to town, but he is going to provide you with, some blue, with milk. some blue milk. That's nice. So Pete's autographed, carded Power of the Force figures was his collection that he shared with us. So thank you, Pete, Which is for fun. It's seeing another uh, fellow podcaster who's got his own collection kind of secreted away and then sharing it out. They're a little personal, a little personal. Yeah. We appreciate that. And and some of them were personalized. Some of the autographs were too Well, Pete. we had a discussion about that on his pod. Like, do you personalize or do you not? And Josh, you said? I said, if you're there in person, haha. <laughs> You personalize. Like, if you're there, if you did the work, if you showed up in line, I think it, you owe it to the uh, to the actor or whatever. Pays it off a little yeah, bit. Just like, hey, look, I respect you enough that I don't, I'm not trying to get this from you to sell it. But if you buy it off the, you know, off an auction or anything online, then obviously you probably don't want it personalized unless you happen to find someone with your own name. But right. Josh, did you want something personalized to Dave? I don't. I don't. I have a very select <laughs> few names that I'll accept in my personal life. Josh, Joshua, yeah. Yeshua. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. The other show me your collection. Um, By the way, thanks, Pete. From last Saturday, his name Ryan, and his handle is at Bull Skywalker, B-U-L-L Skywalker. And he collects vintage figures as well as Power of the Force figures and what I I appreciated very much two things from what he sent pictures of. Excuse me. First is that he set his figures up in scenes. So I always love that. There's a Jabba I scene. I love the effort. So and then there's a Empire Strikes Back Hoth scene. Um, and so I appreciate that. I know you do too, Josh. Just the time it takes to not only put them up for display, but kind of have a have a rhythm to it, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of a, um, a, a pattern well, it, to follow. It slows you down when you're looking at the collection, too. If you have kind of a roll call where it's just a line of figures, which is also awesome, I kind of like that, too. Like, I'm torn. But when, when it's a, a scene, you slow down and you look at the effort put into it. We've had a few scenes 
given to us through uh, Show Me Your Collection and hashtag. And uh, I, I like it. Just takes effort, it takes thought, it takes space, you know. And you got to slow right. down and really make it happen. So. Right, right. The other thing is that he shared that um, uh, some pictures of original figures that he had from his childhood. They're not just things that he's acquired over time, like to set up a collection, but they were actually some from when he was a kid. And like for me, I still have one Star Wars thing from when I was a kid. It was a TIE Interceptor and it's not in great shape. I played with my toys hard. You know, I don't, I don't think I have any of my, well, I do. I have some original GI Joes that, that I had when I was a kid, but the thumbs are busted. The crotch is busted. No, I mean, they were made to be play w- played with. And that's why I-, I love that about you. You you've told that story before. Like, Hey, there's some stuff that was kept and saved for me from your childhood. I didn't have that. My stuff was played with until it was broken, destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I thrown think- away kind of like, Oh, I'm done with that toy. You know, there was no thought of collecting back then. It no. was just on no. to the next toy. Right. Yeah. It's just on to the next thing as you grow older. But he, I mean, Ryan still had some things from when he was a kid. And Which that, is awesome. And he wasn't, he was condition aside, he wasn't going to get rid of them. Sure. Because they, they have a place of sentimentality to him that makes them more valuable than putting them on eBay. You bet. And as a collector, that's, that's a, a feather in your cap. Well, thank you, Pete. And thank you, Ryan, for sharing. And remember, if you have any sort of Star Wars collection, please... DM us a few pictures of what you got, and we would love to put them up on an upcoming Saturday and feature what you have and give us a little uh, bio of what you got and how you got it. We good, Josh? We're all good, man. Thank you for your collections. Incoming transmission! (laughs) All right. cracks you up i know and it I makes know. me laugh it makes too, you so. laugh that i laugh every time yeah so we got a question actually just today it worked out perfect from at darth rio r-i-o darth rio and a new follower and a new listener to the pod thank you yeah shout out to that guy yeah appreciate because that. um oh man i just lost the question okay he says hello guys i just discovered the show and love it thank you very much i have a collector's question I just began collecting vintage figures and was wondering if bootleg figures is an issue to look out for. Some of the deals I see look too good to be true. Thanks. And so, Josh, I asked for a little bit more clarification on... on Yeah, like what he was finding or what the prices were. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked, I said, where are you finding these, quote, deals... And are they advertising straight out as bootlegs or you're not sure if they're bootlegs? Because there's, I mean, there's a big difference. And let's define bootleg. I mean, with vintage figures, it could mean, you know, some reproduction additions or maybe some touch up paint or, you know, which wouldn't technically be a bootleg, but probably misrepresented Mm -hmm. for the price, right? Yeah, so he says, you know, I see figures starting out at 99 cents and they look perfect and they sell for around four or five bucks each. That that would be a tip off that they're not original figures. Right. Um, Because if they look perfect... And if, especially if they have accessories, you should be looking at the the retro line out of package. <laughs> yeah, they're the they're from Is it Target. Leia or Chewbacca or Luke. So 
Um, he goes on to say, while some start for far higher for the same character, they don't look anywhere as good. Um, I'm currently collecting the figures that I had when I was a kid. So if they're bootlegs or repainted figures, I'm okay with that. I'm never going to resell them. They're just for me. And I'd like to have a bit of my childhood back. There it is. So there's a couple of ways you can go about this, Darth Rio, and others out there who maybe wondered the same thing, or especially if you're just starting to collect. First of all, if you don't care, if you don't care if they're repros, you just want to get, you know, some some Star Wars stuff, and sure. and you're actually looking for maybe a less expensive way to go about it. Go for it. And we talked about this a little bit on our last pod with. Uh with reproduction graphics or decals, you know, it's like, if you don't, we have a few of those items in our collection that we don't care. It's like that finishes my set. It looks fantastic. That's all I want. Right. When somebody walks in or they're like, Hey, is that hundred percent authentic? You know, <laughs> if they ask you that, then, then maybe they're jerks, yeah, but uh, maybe they wouldn't be in our house if that's, or maybe case. they're trying to buy some of your stuff, which yeah. you're not selling it. Talking anyway. you down. Yeah. Um, we take a little harder stance on reproduction, like capes and accessories, yeah. Yeah, weapons, just sure. because they are so, I mean, they're, they're very hard to tell at times apart from the originals and it's, and you can very easily sell them at original prices when they are much, much less right in actuality. And so me personally, like a repro gun, I just throw them away. I don't, don't even, want them in the system. That's I, the yeah, deal. yeah. I just throw them away. I don't. I don't even offer the f- possibility when I'm selling stuff to, hey, you know, I've got reproduction accessories. Are you interested? No, I don't even. I don't even do that. I don't go that route. I don't want to. It just seems like I'm adding confusion. To the and, confusion. Yeah. Agreed. So, but on the other hand, Josh, if you are looking for an inexpensive way to get a you know first 12 in accessories and you're not out to try and sell them like Darth Rio says he he just wants a little bit of his childhood back and he wants you know if he can get a last 12 with bootleg figures that look like the originals in reproduction accessories he could probably do that for under 50 bucks right and that's and then then you've got then you've got a little set. Now, it's not original, but if you don't care and you're not out to try and resell it as originals, awesome. You've just gone the inexpensive route. And for some people, that's what that's what matters. They just want to have it. They don't care if it's original or if it's in mint condition or, you know, they just, they just want it because it reminds them, you know, it reminds them. So, I'm cool with that. If you go in with that expectation, like you don't care. And if you want to pay four bucks for a uh, farm boy, Luke, you know, with the nipple. <laughs> with, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> might be, you know, it might not be a one-to-one exact replica. <laughs> and uh, by that, I mean the lightsaber we call the little right, right, thing on the, right. the nipple. Now uh, I'll, I'll kind of, let me add to that really quick and, okay. and maybe just kind of when I hear I want a bit of my childhood back, and this is just me, so it tears at me a little bit to think that I would get anything reproduction or or bootleg or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, to your point, if that's the direction you want to go, fine. The only issue I have with that is people, the problem you have is that you might be buying into a group of people that are selling to, to guys like Vader that that maybe think they're getting the real deal for a great price and 
And so it gets a little convoluted over there. I would be more like, hey, I'll take a beat up figure that looks like it's been around for a while. If I know, and which is how we started, Mm -hmm. which is fun. That was part of our collecting. Our first collecting experiences together were really driven on, I have these guys. I found the same guys somewhere else. They're a little better. So we do swaps, like $10 swaps is what we, we called it. Like, I'll swap you out, 10 bucks. Boom. Then we'd add the guy. I don't even think they were 10 bucks. I think they were five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Five dollars. So we'd, but we'd add the guy that we swapped out back to the pool. That guy would go back out for five or 10 more dollars. And, and so there was never a loss. It was always just an upgrade. So my advice would be if you want to go the route and just kind of get the guys that look like the guys, great. But if you're really trying to capture your childhood, then, then slow down. Sometimes you get what you pay for. Obviously, we don't want to pay too much. But sometimes if, you know, one of his, his question was, I see guys for 99 cents and then I see guys for 10 bucks and they're beat up. Your authenticity is probably in, in the guys that got a little bit of wear on them. But you should be able to ask questions of any seller. Right. And get an honest answer. And so I think that's probably your next point. But you should be able to say, hey, are these original or are these, you know, and if they're reproductions, great. And, and if you want to buy them, great. But you should get an honest answer out of anyone selling. If they don't give you an honest answer, if they're evasive or they don't reply, move on. Then that deal is too good to be true. It is too good to be true. Move on. Yeah. Move, as we like to say, move along on this move, show. Move along. Um, so to your point, Josh, so that's if if you don't care if it's a bootleg or it's a, if it's a reproduction. If you don't care, fine. Then do everybody else the favor that, you know... Uh, I know you're trying to play both sides here, but I almost want to go back to the point of, I want them out of the system. I want yeah. to be able to buy the guys that are well, real. What I was there's enough say, of them out there. There's like 40 million of these figures, you know, so. Right. So there were there were a couple of things I wanted to say. I have, the only reproduction things I have in my collection are decals. Right. And that's only if necessary. Which we're touching on again, but that was the last pod. Right, right. So I'll I'll skip along to that. Right. I do have two Stormtrooper capes that are reproduction. But I just want them, because I had a lot of Storm uh, Hoth Stormtroopers capeless. And there's... Which I have pretty much all capeless Hoth Troopers. And you can get the repro capes for pretty cheap, like three for nine bucks, you know, whatever. What do they call that squad or a platoon building or something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is fun. You could buy a building. You could buy a bunch of stormtroopers, and and I've seen, we've seen amazing pictures online of on Twitter on fantastic like lineups of stormtroopers. And that's the goal, right? You can never have too many stormtroopers, right? Yeah. And so the reproduction capes that I have, on the inside of them with a Sharpie, I put a big letter R. So no one's going to be confused if I should suddenly have a heart attack and my wife sells all my, heaven forbid, she sells all my stuff. Oh, immediately. <laughs> immediately. To me, to me. To Josh. Right after the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for waiting. <laughs> um, that whoever gets it is going to know that these are obviously not original. These so So I made that note to myself and for whomever might ever look at these things, sure. that this is not an original accessory. I put a big letter R on there so that even if they thought it was original, I just decreased the value right? You know, by sharpieing it. So um, I did that as, as a way to protect myself and others from being mistaken 
intentionally or accidentally. So do that. If, if it's, if it's replica, identify it as such. If it's a bootleg figure, put a B on the bottom of the foot or something right. or mark it, you know, so that it's, it's clear. Um, now if you do care on what you're getting and you want it to be original, just like Josh said, just like you said, ask questions. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to ask questions. You're allowed to ask many questions. Okay. But you get talking to somebody that sounds like they know what they're talking about. That's just really a good liar. You know, you need to do a little bit of homework on your own. You need to, the internet's awesome. There's a lot of resources out there. The Imperial Gunnery is where I go to whenever I have a question on a weapon. And that's imperialgunnery.com, right? Yes. There you go. That's that's a go-to place for me. Um, if I'm not sure if the weapon that I'm looking at or a weapon that I got is original, just look it up. You know, become wise. You can do that. The internet's a great place for that. Um, and generally, yeah, original is going to cost more. So if your budget is four or five bucks, then, then maybe the, the bootleg items is where you're going to go. But if you want to wait a little longer, put a a couple more bucks aside and then get that original, then do that. And we be patient. Yeah. And we ran a little test, you know, and the other, the other side of it is you might have a higher perceived value of what these figures are worth too. We've come across it a lot at garage sales at offer me ups at, mm-hmm. you know, especially at Craigslist, the local people, sometimes some people know about star Wars. They know about the figures, but they really don't have an idea of their value. So they find a box in the attic and they think they hit the jackpot. Right. They're like, Oh, $1,000 $1, for what really is, is maybe a hundred, $200 worth of stuff. But they're, they're thinking that each one of these old figures from the seventies, are worth, you know, $100 a piece. So there's there's a good there's a good balance there. We did a little test before the potter as we were talking about this question. We we're like, we're just kind of looking at, you know, we're in in my room where my collection is and we looked at what a group of what is there six bounty hunters there mm-hmm. uh, with boba and and they all have weapons and I'm like, "Hey, so what would you say and they're all loose, they're not in packaging, but they're in pretty good condition." And for all six of the bounty hunters, Dangar, IG-88, Boba, Bosk, and the two uh, uh, Forlams, right? Yeah, Forlam and... uh, Who's the other guy? He's a Forlam too, right? He's like Forlam. Zuckus. Zuckus, but also a Forlam. But yeah, so those guys, um, you know, you might look at that, especially with Boba in the mix with his weapon in clean shape and might go, oh man, that's a $300 set right there. But really, once we valued them out, we were talking about what? About 120 bucks. Yeah. Depending now, if they're in a graded case with you know, that, all changes. Condition right? always matters. If they're in a yeah. package, that all changes. But really, just be careful. You got perceived value versus your perceived value versus actual you know, value, actual value, and and all that stuff. So hopefully, we answered your question, Darth Rio. I we appreciate. We probably just confused you, but <laughs> I just want to. Say, and the last thing is, is is that all that being said, just make sure as a collector, you're a steward for the the community. And so Andy's made some great points by marking his his repro stuff and and kind of identifying it just just be honest i think i guess that's it there's a lot of dishonesty out there and if, and you've even found andy you found dishonesty that you've identified you maybe got even taken by it a little bit and then you didn't pass it on and and same here so you just 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 be good to the community and make sure that you uh, offer up uh the, the honesty when you're trading and and vice versa 
I think that is well said there, Josh. I guess we'll, <laughs> well, move, thank you. We'll, we'll move on to the next thing. Move along. Easter eggs. Okay, Josh, this one's a fun one because you and I are both music lovers. Uh, this did get posted on Twitter today, this morning. This is Monday. Pod hopefully comes out <laughs> soon. Um, Monday morning, John Bon Jovi got his first credited song on a Star Wars Christmas album, Christmas in the Stars. And that song was titled, R2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and it's what's really funny about that is they have, uh, you know, Anthony Daniels voices C-3PO. You know, there's, um, you know, the beeps for R2-D2 or R2-D2s. It's, it's a Star it's Wars. It's authentic. Yeah, it's a Star Wars album, Christmas Eat your in the Stars. Eat Crosby. But yeah, it says uh, vocals, you know, on the back, you know, you flip it over to the back, it says, you know, drums, you know, violins, you know, all the instruments. And then it gets to the vocals. It says John Bon Jovi. It says John Bon, it, bon Jovi or whatever. It, what, yeah, it's how you actually, actually spell, spell his, it, yeah. his last name, which is one word. it's Genovia or it, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's all one word, B-O-N-G-I-O-V-I. Right. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is what it looks like. But it's, but then, you know, once he got into a bigger band, he just went you gotta Bon Jovi. You got to be metal, bro. Like yeah. Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally metal, man. Uh, <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> oh, wow. So hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> of all the songs, that's the one I <laughs> nice. refer. Um, but yeah, John Bon Jovi, Star Wars Connection. There's your pretty cool, egg. man. That album, I like that poll. That album, by the way, um, is not easy to find. It, I don't think it was super popular. Um, I've seen it go anywhere from thirty to one hundred and twenty bucks. Weird, yeah. And so, like, people have purchased, like, not just like posted, but like purchased for those prices. So there's uh, nothing like an R two D two beep out of your phonograph machine. <laughs> on 33 and a third yeah. speed. Um, yeah, great Easter egg for John Bon Jovi I like fans. that. There's now, we did Wars throw connection. up some funness, and and we had some responses, one of which, which is funny, I love responding as myself to a Holocronicles yes. post, which is you. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Look, we're getting a little inside here, all right? So, little so when Josh posts on a Holocronicles post, don't think that Andy and I aren't texting right behind it, <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> but we weren't on that one. That no. was funny, because you said... Hey, post your John Bon Jovi Star Wars crossover yeah, and yours titles. Was... Uh um Blaze of Guri. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I gotta be are... honest. Help me. Deep G cut, you said. G it is a deep cut. Guri is a character from Shadows of the Empire. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean, you learn some every day, folks. Yeah. So if you're not up to I that, went with a uh, slippery when fet. That I gotta excellent. be honest. I gotta be honest. I, excellent I was really job. Happy. And then I... we had a bed of rose. That was a good one. <laughs> Bed of roses with an apostrophe. Well, but just rose from. <laughs> yeah, from, uh, there was some. There were some pretty funny Jedi. ones in there. I'm, I'll be honest. I I thought way so too right long now, about that. Yeah, I thought way too long about that and put about six down. I also had. I didn't put it up, but I was going to go. You give love a bad back to tank. Okay. Or wait, no, bad back to tank. That's what I was going. Not you. Ah, oh, dang! I had that. I screwed that up. But I was just going to go with bad back to tank, like bad medicine. But I I I just walked all over that. So my bad. How about? Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I think I put down, you give love a Padme. 
<laughs> okay, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Okay. I can't believe you throw it up there. Uh, I did. Well, I put it up there. Oh, well, then I didn't read it. No, I didn't read you should have tagged me. Josh. <laughs> hey, Josh. The guy that responded. The only guy that responded to you. <laughs> no, to Holy Chronicles like, post. Hey, hey, we had like three guys. <laughs> okay. There was one more. It was... Uh, I had another... A base oh, of wanted, glory. Wanted Fetter Alive or something like that. Yeah. yeah. A base of glory is really good. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Again, you should read my posts. <sighs> Boy, I'd be couldn't get any work done. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I'm a teacher. I have to go back to work. Man. <laughs> He's got to so, go back to work. Welcome to the real world. The real world. Back to the real world, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at here? Well, I just want to remind everybody that is within earshot to share with your friends what Josh and I are trying to do here, and we're trying to educate collectors, would be collectors, share stories with old collectors. Um, and you can find us at Hollow Chronicles on Twitter, at Hollow Chronicles on Instagram and Facebook, at Hollow Chronicles on YouTube. And we're on all of the major podcast formats. Um, please check us out. Please share with a friend. And thank you for doing those things. We're building up our followership every day, it seems like. We've kind of gotten a bump recently. Yeah. And uh, we're on a nice little roll here. And make sure you give us a review and rate us. I mean, that's okay. Tell us, hey, if you don't like something, let us know. You know, just as a reminder, we're just average dudes, Star Wars dudes born in the 70s that uh, that are just using our everyday street knowledge to, to help you guys out. And some of you guys have been around since we have, and some are just starting, which I love. From yeah. Our, uh, if there's anything we can back. do to help, let us know. Talk with us. Share with us your stories um, or and your questions as well, and, and we'll try and answer them. If it's not on the podcast, we'll just answer them outright straight up on Twitter or wherever we happen to cross paths with you. We've made some pretty good friends out of this. It's been some great friends. It's been fun. I can't wait. Neither what, can I. I can't wait for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. It's going to be like a reunion with family you've never seen in person before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I know that voice. <laughs> Who's that? Who is that? that From that, across the way? Yeah. But From section 408? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, Josh, I think... Don't you have some trivia for us now? I do. Are we doing trivia now? It's trivia time. We Let's... do a little thing. Uh, we haven't done this for a few pods, but uh, we like to put our knowledge to the test via some cards. Some Star Wars the, trivia uh, cards. Star Wars Trivial Pursuit yeah. box circa 1997. Okay. So we're not going to get any prequel. We'll get a little, maybe one prequel. Is that 97? No. In 97? No. no nothing. Was... So this is all original trilogy trivia. Okay. With some... No sequel. With some possible legends. Some in legends the in there. Yeah. yeah. So we like to try ourselves at a card. We have not prepped each other nor looked. Um, um, sometimes we crash and burn on this pretty hard. That's a and possibility. we're going to leave you guys. We're going to leave a little pause in between our questions so you can answer out loud in your car at your... At your uh, cubicle, or uh, hopefully on a beach somewhere where you listen to the Holo Chronicles podcast. Yeah, yeah don't forget to listen SOB. to listen to us when you're at a That's beach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, honey. <laughs> Hang on. Josh is about to read a Josh trivia card. <laughs> One second. Woo, put so, down that Mai Tai and answer this question. All right, Andy, are you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Who asked Luke if he'd consider changing his mind about landing on Dagobah? R2-D2. Great job. That was a good one. 
My initial thought was the split up, and I thought Han asked him that about going to Dagobah, but I reread it. Mm. Okay. Who, second question, who were the first non-Imperials shown piloting a scout walker, a.k.a. chicken walker, a.k.a. ATST? That would be Chewbacca and an Ewok. You're mostly right. Same thing I thought, but it actually it's just straight up Ewoks. They oh, okay. took it over first. Remember that? And then Chewie and then jumped Chewie in. Jumped okay. In. Yeah. All right. So that's okay. So Fair. I'll give you a half a point on that Fair. one. So 1.5 Fair. points out of two. Okay. Nice work. All right. Here we go. What was the seemingly relaxed Leia doing when Luke opened the door of her prison cell? This is a loaded question. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> what? Uh, Very sultry, remember? Just yeah. laying there. Yeah. A little the, white silk gown. And the door swings open. Mm-hmm. I would say that she is feigning like she's sleeping. It does say sleeping, so I'm going to give you that point. But I think feigning, you know, as you got blaster fire going on and, you know, a little short to be a stormtrooper. So, okay. All right. Fifth question. We're just reading a full card per person here. What planet should you travel to if you want to plug a few womp rats? (laughs) I like that. I haven't read that one yet. If you want to plug a few raw, wow. Um, I used to bullseye womp rats back home in my T sixteen. Wow. They're not much more than two meters. Wow, oh, nice pull. What planet? That would be on Smarty Tatooine. Yeah, pretty easy one there. Thank you. Who tipped? Chewbacca? I should have said the line in the voice. I'm sorry, fans. Mm. I know you're you're going to be whiner. <laughs> I know you're clamoring for more impressions. Oh, give him, give it, give it to me. No, no, no. All right, All right. All right. next time. Move, move along. Move along. Thank you. Move along. Thank you. Um, who tipped Chewbacca off to an advancing stormtrooper squad, trooper squad in Cloud City? Who tipped off Chewbacca? You might say that he had his back. <laughs> that would be C-3PO. There it is. In a mess, in a bag, in a behind mess. him. Because yep. he was behind yep. him. That's right. That's right. All right. Last question on this card. Okay. What year saw the U.S. theatrical release of Return of the Jedi? Hmm. 1983. Correct. So I think you got... Five and a half out of six? Five and a half out of six. Maybe five. I might give you a half point for that Chewbacca one. I'd give you a clue. You're going to have to give me a lot of clues. So that's pretty good. I'll give you five and a half out of six. Nice work. I'll take it. All right. Hope you're playing along at home. (laughs) Because now I'm going to read a card. Now the dummy's up. Here we go. (laughs) I'm going to read a card Josh. Let me. What are you doing there? I'm switching the cards. Oh, some too really, easy? It's <laughs> really hard. Ones. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I read three and I didn't know. Uh, okay. Who said wars make not one great? Wow. Wow. I'll, I'll go ahead and pause. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that would be Grandmaster Yoda. Correct. Or just Yoda at the time. Did you like my impersonation? Was, I don't was, think I'd do a real good Yoda. You did fine. Okay. Don't feel bad about yourself. All you can right. go to bed feeling good tonight. Appreciate it. Who gave the order to lock S-foils in attack position during the second Death Star battle? Oh. Second? Mm-hmm. Second. Lock S-foils in attack position. It's got to be just like a red leader. Gold leader? No, red leader. Gold's Y-wings. What was the name? 
Is that Wedge? Biggs? Yes, it is. Oh, I got Wedge. Yes, yes. Ooh, that was a tough one for me. Woof. It was, but it wasn't as tough as you thought it was. Thank you. Nice job. Good pull. What duo knelt to welcome the empire, emperor Sorry, to the second Death Star? What duo knelt to welcome the emperor to the second That's Death tough, Star? tough because it was Vader, but I don't know the uh, admiral or whatever they call him. Uh, yeah. It's Vader, and we're going to say Admiral Fancy Pants. Well, I'm going to give you a half a point. Thank you. Because you got Vader right. Mm -hmm. The other one was Moff Jergerod. Oh, not Admiral. He'd be pissed if I called him that. <laughs> Sorry, Moff. Yeah. Jagerod? Jergerod. Jargerod. 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 Jargerod Depardieu. Neil. Okay. Yeah, half, half point. Half, half point. Half. I'm with you. What part of the second Death Star did Rebel starfighters attempt to knock out? Um, the reactor core. Attempt. They succeeded. But they were going to knock out the reactor core. Yes, you are correct, Josh. Thank you. Why didn't you just say yes when I said that? Well, you, you paused. Oh, I didn't pause long enough. I, I see. I wasn't sure. I was going to second guess myself. Yeah. I was going to... And I didn't want you to, so... All right, thank okay. you. I didn't pause. All long. right. Who had a droid in charge of his labor pool? This was tough. First of all, who would have a labor pool? And then who would put a droid in charge of it? Uh, Uncle Owen. That is incorrect. Damn it. He's got a labor pool, though. Bunch of... That would be Yaba the Hut. Now it's Crap, tough. I lost you. That was tough. I lost by you a point. You got one more. You got one more. Oh, I did? Well, I still lost. Or hmm. did you get one wrong? I did. Oh, well, technically you did with that whole Ewok bull crap. But keep going. <laughs> All right, last one. What was C-3PO's three-word response when startled by Jabba's door scanner? You know that thing pops out? Goodness gracious me. Goodness gracious me. Goodness gracious me. Those are the three words. Correct, Boom. Josh. Nice job. Nice pull. Boom. All right. That well, has been. That Star is you. Thanks for joining us. Star Wars there. trivia with Josh na, and Andy. Na, 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 na. <laughs> pew, pew. All right. Well, sorry. All right. R2 is a little excited here. And that's because he knows that we know a little more information about the video footage released Oof. this weekend for the Mandalorian trailer and the Rise of Skywalker. We got to be careful here. These are both long topics if we if we don't don't just go through them. I, I think there's. What do you want to talk about, Josh? Let's talk about the Mandalorian, which is interesting because of the Rise of Skywalker footage. We're not calling it a trailer. We're calling it what? Uh, released footage. Sure. And teaser, I won't talk about that. Teaser, yeah. teaser, te teaser footage was released today. It's all the buzz on Monday. So it kind of overshadowed, was that Friday's release of the Mandalorian footage? But I, I want to talk about the Mandalorian. Okay, so let's, let's do it. cut through that really quick. <clears throat> first, first impression for me, it looks like it's filmed in a gritty manner like Rogue One. Yep. I think they took a lot of pages from the Rogue One book, which I'm super stoked about. Um, when I originally saw Rogue One, I called it, now... This is a little dated, but I called it like uh, the modern warfare of Star Wars. It was very gritty, down on the ground. There was definite, you know, death and action going on the whole time, which you really, you know, in Star Wars, yeah, you see a stormtrooper get hit and smoking out of it, but but not a lot of just plain gritty footage, you yeah. know, gritty stuff. 
even yeah. the tank and you know in, in rogue one in the in the streets was very like afghanistani iraqi you know it was it was gritty it so, was a war movie right okay war movie is a great description um <laughs> they wanted you to feel like this was and this has been mentioned but the the footage couldn't have brought the point home any harder that this is a gunslinging wild wild west atmosphere who knows you know you walk into a bar there's going to be a bar fight right um you know you walk into the cantina by the way (laughs) (laughs) sorry my bad just calling you out but uh just the just the one like Mandalorian fires that rope out of his, you know, like the that's Boba, my favorite part, like the Boba, like the Boba rope, you know, in Return of the Jedi, he fires a rope out, and loops around a guy by the feet, lassos him, and then he like unholsters his blaster, shoots the door panel, and the door shuts, and he yanks him in as it doesn't actually show it, but it appears to just like bisect him. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Totally uh, awesome. Super gritty footage, super dark with the the uh, speeder uh, speeder bike coming in sideways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that guy looked rough, looked very punk, looked very, you know, well, bad one, guy-ish. Also, one thing you mentioned, too, is like non-John Williams. No Star Wars music going on there. That Distinguishable Star Wars music. I have to go back and because I'm, you know, like everyone, visually enjoying the experience. And then audibly, you kind of have to focus. I didn't hear any. It was it's dark. Not, no, there was... N- at least the undertones are probably there, but it was not Star not Wars sure. directly. It, it was it was dark and ominous. You know, it was very kind of digital. It was cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um and then just for the view, I got corrected on this a couple times on Twitter, but uh it wasn't IG eighty eight, Josh. Mm. It was IG eleven. Duh. Yeah. My bad. My bad. But it looked an awful lot like IG-88, and he's throwing behind the back blaster shots. shots behind the back and, you know, dual blasters going in every direction. Looked pretty cool. Who who, who confirmed IG-11? Is that just, was that what they put online or something? It's, yeah, it's, you I don't know. You to be smarter, man. I need more time for the internet. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Don't we all, Josh. Stop sleeping. Don't we all. Um, Yeah, I all I can tell you is that my excitement level for Mandalorian is equal to episode nine. Agreed. It's it is equal. It Mine is. Mine could right be even there. more because we know it's. Well, it's not going beyond because I think we're going to get them all at once, right? So no, actually, really, is Favreau, that not Netflix esque. It's, it's it's not confirmed, but Favreau has said, and I'm quoting third hand here, that. He would prefer it to come out Game of Thrones week style. by yeah. week. Well, why not? Why not bring more people to the platform instead of a binge watch that then, then comes like, and goes? Then they're like, well, I'm done. I'm not going to pay for next month. Right. That's one of the problems with Netflix. Right. It When things drop, there's a, there's a news cycle of it for about two or three days if it's a hit. Right. And then it goes away because all of the there isn't there's anything to talk about for next week. It's like here's twelve episodes of a show, and then all the talking heads, news outlets, whatever, bloggers, podcasts, they talk about the whole thing getting dropped, and then 
then it's the next show comes out. Or I then don't think there's anything wrong with a little anticipation. Plus, for formats like us, we got something to talk about each week. We got something to look forward to. Keeps you in the news. Like, why wouldn't you want to do I that? I have no if, idea. So. I have no idea. Other than, you know, half of me is like, yeah, give it to me all. And then I'll be I'll be done for a couple of days. And you won't hear from me or see, you know, take yeah. me take me 12 hours. And Side note, Josh, uh, the last season of Clone Wars comes out in February. Okay. Just so you know. Thank you. Great. You've got Make until February to catch up. Even more guilty about... Well, I'm waiting for Plus to drop so I can finish all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to go buy it. Anything else you want to say about Mandalorian? Uh, no, nothing, oh. nothing in particular, but... One thing that I was surprised about, I kind of got the impression that the Mandalorian would, for the most part, be on a planet... Oh, I loved all the different landscapes. And it looked like it was on many planets. We had some trees. Woohoo! We had trees. It wasn't a sand planet. Yeah. Like we I had lakes. We had lakes. It looked like they were in Montana. They did. Montana's a good pull there. Good system. Pull, Josh. Yeah. The Montana system. <laughs> uh I like the uh, kind of the 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 dirty twilight with a little wink on the way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? A knowing cool. wink. Wink. This is gonna be You know what I mean? Huh? huh? It's gonna be wink, fantastic. Wink. And nudge, I love nudge. that they maintained the mysticism of the Mandalorian by no lines. no lines, no lines. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. That was my best Mandalorian <laughs> impressions by Josh and Andy. <laughs> All right. So uh, great, thank you. Thank you. Thank good you. on the Mandalorian. Um, excellent. Excellent teaser for me. I'm in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> in. Can't stop me from all watching that and nope. paying for Disney plus. Nope. Going to drive me. Gonna do it. All right. The teaser. Man. So today, Monday. This the, morning. Yeah. Monday, Monday the 26th. They dropped they dropped some footage because you know Star Wars fans will take anything at this point, you know, leading up to December. The footage begins giving a a shot or um, a moment for all of the characters as you go through A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. It's it, And I loved that they did it in the order in which the movies came out. They did. Because... Sorta, of. they kind of flip back and forth a couple times, but really the 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 you know they gave everybody a face shot, you know that's been important to the storyline. You know, some a few, but um, as we went through the story, as as the viewer would have seen them, even the oldest viewer, you know, fans of Star Wars, they would have seen it in that order. You know, new fans. This is the order in which they all came out in, and it wasn't chronological. It was, uh, what would you, what would episodical. you, episodical, episodical, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a word. A, it is now, and I, I appreciated that because it that is consistent as to what they've been saying from the moment the rise of Skywalker was the next movie. That this is going to connect all of the movies together. It's going to end the saga. It's going to, it's going to have something in it for, for all of the fans. Okay. This is the, this is the 
end of the thing that started in 1977. And so <laughs> that lead up to it, it was like, did Topher Grace make this, uh, you know, his uh, Star Wars Forever? Yeah. Um, it kind of had that feel at the beginning of it. But they started with like a Yoda theme in the music. The musical themes changed as the movies went along. And like, that's it, awesome. For me... The, the musical part of it could have been its own thing. That's that's what I'm saying. For me, that part alone, now is... And we'll get to that part, the... the, the Rise of Skywalker new footage, masterful. I, I have to say that watching that intro with the twin sons from Tatooine at the beginning, Luke, the first image of Luke we ever got, well, not the first, but close, it just made me <clears throat> love Star Wars so much because you saw these magical moments and they're they're all choreographed perfectly with, like you said, that perfect score. Han, Han looking like after he's touching the wall with Greedo and looking everything. It almost made those moments different than they were in the movie because of the connection to, like you said, the lineage of this this entire franchise, which despite its faults or its its wrong paths, is still exactly what you just saw in that. I loved it. That alone to me was like. Thank you. Whoever did that, I don't know whose direction it was under. I don't know if Abrams was a part of that or not. It was care. 100% deliberate to bring in but thank all, you, all of the fans. And there's a lot of complaints out there that we left Star Wars behind and we Disneyed out our own direction. But that right there was like, thank you. Thanks for going back and recognizing, even with the prequels and even it, that was romantic. Everything was was great. To me, a perfect beginning. Now, what happens after that, I have no idea about, but I'm very now, this is the hopeful, hope, hope, hope. I'm very hopeful <laughs> of, of if that's their mentality, if that's their direction, if that's their thrust of like, this is what we're going to do, then thank God. Because, okay. or thank the force. Whatever. The maker. Sure. The maker. There you go. Thank the maker. So go ahead. Of course, C-3PO's maker was Anakin. So we'll, we'll thank Anakin. Thank Vader. Um. I'm going to try and skip through these as quickly as we can, because I know we're approaching our... We're doing good. We got top. 10 minutes to bust this out, buddy. Okay. Let's see. Go. Let's Ready. see, now see we, how bad we can do Here miss. we go with the Andy-isms. Go. <laughs> okay. Scenes in the new footage. You get four shots of physical touch with hands. Yep. Okay. There's the, the Last Jedi, Rey and Kylo fingers touching from across the galaxy. Right. Right. Calm down, Raylos. Easy. Calm down. Um, no, it makes me anxious, to be honest. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm with them. Then there was Ray and Leia, like touching hands. They're yep. like grabbing hands. Yep. Then there was Han and Kylo, the last scene. Touching his face. Yep. Yeah. Han touching Kylo, Ben's face as he's about to fall over a railless catwalk. Mm-hmm. Again, OSHA. <laughs> very you. bad in that galaxy. Thank you. Very, very bad. And then there was uh, Ray and Finn, where Ray reaches down and Finn grabs her arm and lifts him up. Yep. From, pulls him up from the ground. So there's hands touching, right? Significant moments where touch is involved. You know, sentimental, some a little more significant than others, but... Um, bonds, I would call those. Bonds, connections. Yes. And three of the four involved Ray. So, yeah, if, okay. you're, if you're keeping track at home. Gotcha. All right, moving on. 
Uh, Chewy, Poe, Finn, and Ray walk up to uh, a community that looks like they're celebrating something. Very colorful in the <laughs> middle of the desert. Yeah, I, I watched a reaction video. Of, they found was, some gypsies. The blind waves, and one of the guys goes, look, it's Bonnaroo. <laughs> so, <laughs> Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. Shout out to those guys. They're funny. Um, what it kind of reminded me of a little bit is that scene in The Matrix where they come into Zion and there's that rave. Don't say that. <laughs> that was my first reaction. I'm just Don't telling you that. my first Don't reaction. That. It was That was weird. It but was weird. that was my first reaction. Like, oh, hey, they're walking into a party. Okay. A new place. Um, then we get, this was, this might have been my favorite part. Um, a bunch of, there's a bunch of ships, right? You see a bunch of Imperial Star Destroyers, all there, I mean, like a hundred of them. A like, bunch? There's all there. Never seen that many Star Destroyers in one place ever, ever in the Star Wars universe. And Josh, go ahead and make the point. Well, and it's been made, but I saw this before I read Twitter, but they're, they're old Star Destroyers. These have the round deflector shield generators on top. They These are, are the original, original trilogy. Now, someone pointed out, I saw that they have like undermounted cannons, which maybe, but I, I don't know if that's a visual or not, but those to me, those can spark. I don't know if you want to go on a tangent here because you're just hitting these points, but to me, that could spark kind of a ghost, a ghost fleet. Or, ghost or protocol. Something. I don't know, man. Palpatine's contingency plan. Right. That's that's getting some buzz for sure. Um, but but you also get the original trilogy rebel ships. Right. Coming like, out of hyperspace like just in, b- 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 in atmosphere. They just, yeah. And there's there's that takes some major calculations, by the way. There's like there's Poe's um X Wing that have the the split circle engines, like where the original uh, concept idea for the X-Wings. Right. And then there was original trilogy X-Wings where they have the whole engine on each of the four wings. Um, there were Y-Wings. Hey, B- they're pulling all the B-Wings. Old, they're getting A-wings. the mothballed fleets out, man. The Millennium Falcon was there. <laughs> what? There was <laughs> there was a blockade runner. I mean, those are all original trilogy ships there. By the way, that scene, one of my favorite. Yes. I love when they zip in. Wop, 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 wop. That's my favorite. That Star Wars invented that. Probably Star Trek. Never say that word again. Inve- but to me, that that's a whole concept I just love. Like, wham, wham, wham. They just explode out of hyperspace. And they, and they just show up. Like, love it. Here they are. Um, in Ro- formation. Rogue One had a really cool scene with that, too. Sure did. Uh, but, but all of these original trilogy ships on the Empire side and on the Rebellion side. Now... I I don't I don't want to speculate that everything is just a vision that we're that we're getting thrown back to old well, stuff. You're jumping the gun here because you're getting ready for the vision talk, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it just like I don't see that as vision. I see I just said it. They're pulling out the mothballed fleets in order to combat each other. And we got the whole Palpatine question. Yep. Where's he coming from? Yep, 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 yep. Um, Thrawn. I'm gonna see Thrawn. Yeah, th- just kidding. This He's wasn't. Dead. There wasn't a lot of new order in this. In in any of the, in any there of was the, not. in any of the footage. There was there was nothing of Hux. There was nothing of you know Sith troopers or even right new, new which, order which trooper, we're gonna troopers. Get, but yeah, or, I, I'm I'm not saying they don't exist in there, but they didn't show any new order stuff. In the sense that we know it. 
There was no new order in the in this footage. I will say this: if if this was the first footage we had seen from Rise of Skywalker, minus the first teaser, I would be over the moon because, like you just said, like that is wow. We're we're talking core Star Wars here as far as the visuals go. So, all right, next thing. Not that the teaser was bad. I'm just saying right. it, it pulled in some stuff, some stuff to think about. But that right there was a very cool view. Yeah, no, no new order. Something to think about there. No hugs. <laughs> C-3PO with red eyes. Was he stoned? At triple zero? <laughs> yeah. So the association... Is C-3PO triple zero just sleepered? Sleeper cell. Gold? <laughs> um, now, again, to, you tell me what you think. Does he go evil C-3PO? Does he have a... Does he get hacked? Or is it battle mode C-3PO? It could just be fed up C-3PO. Just one I've, too I've many had dinks. it up to here. I've had it up to here. With one your... of these days. <laughs> to the moon. He's just done. He's like, I've given you all the information. No one ever listens to me till it's too late. And he just red eyes it out. And So here, I have no idea. Here's some headcanon of mine I'd like to share okay, with you, Josh. Here we go. <laughs> Let me have it. <laughs> um, Anakin built him, right? And Correct. We've, we've, the maker. We've said before that uh, the story of Star Wars is told through the eyes of the droid, right? That's the George Lucas quote. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, this would be this would be going back and and making up some stuff, but knowing that he was going to leave uh, C three PO with his mom, C three PO is to to help out, right? Help sure. out around the around the house for his mom, and it would make sense that he would also like want to protect his mom too, as much as it did not actually help. But it would make sense that there is a mode that he could go into built by Anakin for that purpose to protect. Now with Ray being able to converse, I don't know. I'm stretching it here. But I just, I just had the thought, Alexa, turn on she mode, <laughs> she mode or whatever. <laughs> protect mom, Alexa, protect mom. Uh, Wait, do you have an Alexa in here? Mm-hmm. Is that going to do something? No, we're good. Okay. I uh, disable her for pods. But with 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 Ray maybe being able to commune with Ghost Luke and Ghost Anakin and Ghost everybody, Yoda, you know, all of it's been passed down to her, you know, holocrons, whatever, whatever she might have at her disposal, maybe one of those little tidbits is, hey, you know, C-3PO can do more than interpret. We saw him with a bowcaster. That could be battle mode. Nick, uh, He's in battle mode. Uh, that would be I actually, badass. I actually don't no think one. that's not as big of a stretch as maybe some of our. I don't think it's a big stretch at all. It would be hilarious. Ideas. It's uh, the comic relief when when C three PO goes into battle mode and starts, yeah, you know, cursing and, and his, when uh, Hayden Christian says, "Well, you know, C three PO can do more than." <laughs> You, know, you mean this whole time? <laughs> You've had two pairs of gloves this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would... Okay, maybe maybe a ridiculous <laughs> pull there. All we'll right. wait. I'm going to wait and see on C-3PO. Beast mode C-3PO. Right. Okay. Uh, when Ray throws her saber, she's in the woods. You know, yeah, she, she throws pulled her... onions the hell out of that place. Yeah, but if you go slow motion... There looks like a training... It's a training ball. There's a, a training, training ball, ball. like yeah. from the Millennium Falcon yeah. that... that that lifts up. She misses. Well, it lifts up, so it goes underneath it, and you know, and then she, I don't know, pulls it back into her hand like it's on a string. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. The training ball, like it's still around. 
the training ball's still there. The training ball she's, never left. Yeah. She's, and maybe Leia is the one that's kind of putting her through some things. We saw Leia in a wooded area. Yeah. So as far as the, where's Ray getting all this training from? Well, maybe Leia's taking her through a few things that she's picked up along the way. It's now, on the Falcon. If we recall, the training ball's probably on the Falcon, it's right? It's on the Falcon. Yeah. Finn found it, right? Like he was yeah. like, what was this? Yeah. Thing? He threw he it over. Yep. It a little, yep. Little moment there. Um, so look, I like that. They're, yeah. they're pulling everything out. I mean, uh, we get confirmation that that interceptor is Kylo's. Yeah. Kylo's walking away from that interceptor. Ooh, that we and got the, from uh, the, I know there's been controversy over his saber, which I always loved. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's not practical. The hilt and all that crap. I don't give a, I don't care. It looks cool. It looks awesome. And when he ignites that thing, it's like a flick. It's like, wow, that thing just bat instantly. That's. Not your, not your no lightsaber. It's, it's a, just whop. It's a pissed off lightsaber. Yeah, it matches it. his mood. Like he's a pissed off dude. So is his lightsaber. It matches him just like very cool. Just like uh, the the wizard has always been chosen by the wand, or the wand always chooses the wizard. I don't know how that line goes from Harry Potter. I don't either. But it's kind of the same thing. I don't either. Same thing. Stay tuned for more Harry Potter on Holocronicles <laughs> crossover. All right, the duel between Rey and Kylo is on the Death Star. It doesn't look like they're friends in that. No, they scene. don't look romantic. But uh, it is definitely a bit of a spat, we'll say, if you want a lover's tiff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely the Death Star. Off it's to the- not the Falcon. No, it's not a wet. It's not drowning the freaking Falcon. Falcon. Thank okay, you. Golly. Take it back. Jeez. God. Let it go. <sighs> uh, but there is very clearly to the left of the scene as it plays out a tower turret yep from the death star yep. so it is definitely they're on the death star in that ocean crashing duel which by the way and again it's been said this is not original to me although i did think it i just wasn't the first to think it they're the only one to think it the first to post it the it did it did seem to have some of the same beats, some of the same feel as Obi-Wan and Anakin on Mustafar, except for instead of lava crashing around everywhere and being dangerous, it was ocean. Instead of being burnt to death, if some of it splats on you, you just get wet. Yeah, that's a big difference, I gotta be honest. Yeah, I'd rather battle in I actually ocean. predict that that's early in the movie, or mid-movie. That's not the final scene. It's a confrontation. Hmm. Obviously, they're to build suspense. They're exploring because we see them walk up on the cliff in the prior in the trailer, the mm-hmm. teaser, yep. and view that scene. And then obviously Kylo shows up. They get there eventually. To me, it feels like a mid-story arc there. Just saying. Yeah. And then finally, the last bit, the one that got the most buzz, Ray in a dark cloaked. Yeah, she's in a black. She's in black when she's hooded like Palpatine would be. Mm. Uh, or a Sith. Or a Lord. Sith. And she cranks out a double-bladed saber that she gives a quick flick of the wrist, and it pops into a, a Darth Maul-like dual hilt. But also represents her, you know, her bow staff type of situation there, but yeah. I know. I thought about her bow staff from The Force Awakens. So you pointed out, so if we want to dive into this. Just you, for a minute. You pointed out on Twitter that, that her features look very angular, dark, which obviously a little makeup can make that happen. Little Sigourney Weaver esque from Ghostbusters. From Ghostbusters, yeah. when she, the gatekeeper, she gets a little 
possessed. She gets possessed, and then there's that physical change. She all of a sudden her hair is just all done up, and she's got makeup like that's crazy, and she looks very physically different than she would had she not been possessed, had she did from regular day to day, Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. <laughs> so that that was the connection that I made. It's like she looks like done up, like there's a physical difference in her features, like very angular. Um, and, and I thought it was a more, I could be wrong, but I thought it was more than just, you know, the fact that there was, it was a dark room and there was a, there was two red lightsabers in front of her face. Like, okay, it could have just been a lighting thing. But to me, to me, it looked like intentional. They wanted her to look physically different. Right. Now we know that turning to the dark side changes you physically. It changed Vader physically because he got burnt. Right. It changed Palpatine physically because he got wrinkly. He got, he, <laughs> like he'd been in water too long. Yeah. He, okay. got, he pruned up. No, but there is a physical change. And this is in any movie. If they get possessed, there's a physical change. You ever watch The Exorcist, Josh? There's you know, a, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't either. I've only seen the first 15 minutes of that movie like six times, but I can't get past it. Because once that little girl changes, like I'm done. Right. And there's a physical change. When you turn to evil, and this is true in real life, you sure. s- you start making poor decisions, you get into drugs, there's a physical change that comes over your countenance. Like, you don't look like you used to. My that- beard got pointy one time for a week, and I don't know. I was uh, I was burning ants with a magnifying glass. <laughs> Just saying, until I shaved it. Okay. <laughs> we all have our ups and downs, I guess. <laughs> Glad you made it through. Um, I'm good. But yeah, I, so I, first of all, let me start by saying this, Josh. I don't think Ray goes evil. What do you think that is? You think that we're going Dagobah flashback? We're going, I mean, it's not like... That I, seems I, to make the most That would be sense. weird of Abrams to copy something. Uh, it'd be weird. <laughs> what? The throwback? Star, yeah, I can't believe you'd do like a Starkiller base and then do that. Um but it, it is it is part of the force. We that's, know it's part of the force. Right? right. So in Return of the Jedi, or excuse me, Empire Strikes Back, Luke goes down to the cave. You know, you take what you have with you in there or whatever. He and took he, his blaster. He uh, he confronts Vader, who he sees himself in. That's his fear, that he becomes Vader. He's not strong enough to battle him, you know, all those connections. And so this seems to be the, the easiest thing, I think, for people to jump to is that Okay, this is this is a similar idea where, you know, think if think if they were going to redo the Empire Strikes Back trailer, I think a very controversial scene to flash in there would be to Luke Luke's face in the Darth Vader helmet, you know, yeah. just just that image, just boom, and everybody's like, what? Wait, what? You know. Right. So this this feels like it that confused to me. me as a kid, the, but time. that feels like that. That's what this could be here. She's afraid, you know, she, you know, it's similar. Like she could be confronting the evil that she potentially sees in herself, you know? Now let's say this, let's say that's the easy answer. That's a, that's an easy answer. What if it's not, what else are we looking at? So the pushback against that is, well, for it to not be, that looks like a very deliberate weapon. It's not just a lightsaber that she, you know, that looks like a weapon intended for something or someone specifically. Maybe it's a relic. 
right? Maybe mm. it was for somebody else. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. Connect your Speculation's own Speculation's huge here. So, <laughs> and you know Abrams, because now I now I believe that Abrams was in the cutting room for this this footage. We can't, I don't know what to call it. You, you corrected me on trailer, so. A teaser. We'll teaser. call it a teaser. You know, he's just there and he's like, yeah, and post. Mm-hmm. Let the internet enjoy. <laughs> and then he went and pet his robot. So this, I think, sorry, JJ. This this makes the idea that Ray's a clone maybe a little stronger. Well, that's what I was. That's where I'm going. But but she is in like this very metallic room, which looks cavey. It looks like a place where you go and you know, like it's inside you were confer- inside were, the Death Star. Right, right. So if you're yeah. to confront fears, then that might be the place where you do it. Uh, you confront however, your darkness in darkness. If she is some sort of clone, which which we know Palpatine obviously right. that would that would make her she comes a from clone of she's what, no one though? I know I know now you're getting into the details clone. now you're getting into the details so now we've so so Palpatine I can't even yeah. say it Palpatine I mean I was I was even pulling in my head and this is really dumb and and you guys you're getting the inside track but like is she a descendant of Vader at that point but then so is Luke and Leia so that's not a big deal but like, what is she? What is she a clone of? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just saying that if you're of the belief that Rey is a clone, you walked out of seeing this footage thinking that that strengthens your sure because now strengthens we're your more, opinion, right? right? It doesn't it doesn't take it off the board. What about the obvious that the, she goes bad? That she's bad. That she goes bad. Um, here's why. There's there's two reasons why I don't think that that's the case. The first is, uh, let's say this ends up being even a three hour movie, right? Let's say yeah, this, we're here in three hours. Is it it goes full end game, much like this pod. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes three hours long. Okay, well we have to come up with a way or a reason for her to go to the dark side, and then I don't think they would just leave her there. Because she has, this is Disney. She's the role model. She is the, she is the the light side of the force that's left. Right. The object would obviously to be to pull Kylo back. Right. That would that would be that's what we're expecting. Right. So, yeah, she turned to the dark side for him. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a solid message you want to be telling kids. Okay. <laughs> Get naughty. Yeah. It, <laughs> like. <laughs> wear like, more makeup like make tw- your features angular. so uh, here's again what i thought about the movie grease at the very end sandy she goes full really we're doing a ladies and gentlemen no, no, no. this is a star wars grease connection <laughs> get ready it is it's a star wars grease connection if if you think that ray goes dark side for kylo okay all right let's see i just I, that leaves a that leaves me as a dad a bad You're taste the in my mouth. I want. Ooh, <laughs> honey. Um, but like, Sorry. so Sandy, she, at the very end of the movie, like she presents herself as this kind of a wholesome character and who's trying to get Danny to come, you know, it's okay on the good side. It's okay to get good grades. It's okay to, <laughs> you know, wear my ring around your neck, that kind of thing, you know, and it's, and there's some innocence in it and there's some not so innocent, but she's pushing back against that. And, but at the end, she totally like, they end up doing, um, they, they both cross over. Like it's a pina colada song. Like 
you know, they each are the ones that they're trying to find, but, and they're willing to do anything for it, except they both compromised everything that they believed to do that just for the sake of, uh, summer loving. And you're still talking Greece here. Yeah. And so, so Ray, no, they're not going to do that with Ray. They're not going to do that. I I got to tell you, this could be a very (laughs) unique theory. No one's ever thought. of. I don't think they're going to do that with Ray. I don't think they're going to have her completely compromise everything. She started out. No, standing for no, I don't either, and that's why I feel like, and I don't think they can develop that even if the movie's three hours long in a way that's going to be. It's a bait and switch. It's a bait and switch. That's why it's the last scene. It's the scene we're talking about the most. And like I said, Abrams is laughing all the way to his giant bed. Speaking of bait and switch, we get another Palpatine line. Yeah, yeah, we do. The journey. What is it? The journey. Your journey nears its end. Here's what I think about that. I still don't think Palpatine is actually in this movie. No, no, he's okay. a recording. I, I he's a that, wraith. I said that at the beginning. I'm sticking with that, and I and I, I'm, with I'm not dissuaded. I think I said that. That line, "Your journey nears its end," is for us. Your journey. It's for me, Josh. It's for you, Josh. It's for Twitter. We've been trolled by Palpatine, so we're <laughs> we know it's for us. Um, this not that line is not for the characters. Although, I mean, yes, it is for the characters. This journey is nearing its end, but that line is just as much for you and me as it is for anybody in the story. This journey is nearing its end. Thanks, Ian. Palpatine is not in this movie. Uh, he's in this movie in right. a way. Right, right. In a way. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to have some vocals. We're going to, yeah, we're going to get all his stuff. We're fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get some palp, but it, it will probably, probably be in the form of a message. Yeah. Or, you know, hollow vid or a wraith. If you don't know about wraiths. We'll talk. I think we'll hit, we'll hit on wraiths. Okay. Well, there you Soon. go. There Soon. you go. You, this has been. A D23 breakdown by the Hall of Chronicles Whew. full of... I'm sweaty. All, me too. Full of all kinds of crazy and In this episode, we connected Star Wars to John Bon Jovi. <laughs> we connected Star Wars... <laughs> John Travolta. John Travolta and <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. And uh, Okay. All right, <laughs> listeners. We need all your best uh, uh, connections from Greece. Like, show the par- you know the, the parallels here between Greece and <laughs> Star Wars. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's and I'm waiting it. for the best one. We're going to vote on it. And uh, we'll announce the winner of the three people that do this uh, on our next Stranded pod. Stranded in hyperspace. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, no, 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 no. It's time to end. Hey, I can sing every song off that. Well, thank you. And and uh, we have a lot more to discuss on this, obviously, and, and it'll probably happen on Twitter. So thank you for your uh for your listen, for four joining us. Four more months. Four more months. Four more months. Man, it's getting close. Less than four. Less than four. Less than four. So uh less than three if we're well, yeah, less than three if we're talking Mandalorian, which whoop. We are talking Mandalorian. We, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, so yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure to follow us at Hollow Chronicles on Twitter. Rate like, and review, like and subscribe to this pod wherever you may find it. And uh, you can find us on if you like to listen on YouTube. Some people do. We're there and uh, Instagram if you like to look at pictures. But uh, we love you guys and uh, show us your collections and all that jazz. And this has been the Hollow Chronicles. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Mace lives, 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 lives. <laughs>
this party's over. What you say, bass? Take a seat, young Scott. Oh, stand. For your own good, stay out of this thing. Oh, yeah, bass. Bass talking big. If what you've told me is true, you will gain my trust. Bass trust us. So, oh, man, I just got a big grip of my mouth. <laughs> I have a lot of post editing to do here. Uh, no, you just get ready. No, oh just get gosh. ready when you're when you're ready. Let me know. Oh my god! Don't worry. At the ten minute mark, I got to cut a bunch of crap out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that hurts so bad! And then it came out of nowhere. I need to drink more water. <laughs> this white claw's not doing it. All right, don't see. I have to cut that out. <laughs> Are we gonna lose followers? You're, 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 you're drinking white claw. That's my first one, man. I feel pretty good up until that up moment. Up until that moment. Uh, sorry, white claw. No, no. All right, uh, make sure you reset yourself, and I'll cut this out. Maybe or maybe not. This hey, will go, this will if go I didn't cut reel. this out, you're welcome. <laughs> welcome to the behind this, the scenes. This is going all the, the chronicles. Gag reel. White claw. Uh, white claw edition. Okay. Uh, okay. Back together here. There.